final installment, Are You in the Closet, concerning your dry vagina. You've heard me talk about the fact that this is a common ailment. Women tend not to talk about it. There are a lot of options given to women, including lubricants, moisturizers, vaginal dilator, Kegel exercise, medication, estrogen in various forms, cream, ring, tablet, um, other medications, infrarosa, asvina, all for the treatment of vaginal dryness, pain with sex, and also the more controversial Mona Lisa touch. And so this last installment has to deal with the controversy of it all. Recently, a physician reported that she had seen a number of breast cancer survivors who, because they didn't want to take estrogen, had undergone a Mona Lisa touch. And she said they had multiple complaints and that this was a treatment that did not actually have FDA approval and that clearly more study was indicated. In fact, this doctor references a study by the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA, which said that when Mona Lisa Touch was compared to just sham treatment, fake treatment, no treatment, there was no difference. There was no difference in the outcomes. And I say, that makes absolutely no sense. Because if you look at the manufacturer's recommendations, there's a certain amount of energy that's applied to the vaginal tissue. And this report is saying that in spite of that, there was no difference in how women felt there was no difference in the histological findings, and there was no difference in the adverse events. And that Mona Lisa touch was equivalent to nothing. So if that's the case, then how do you explain all these women with multiple complaints? If Mona Lisa Touch is equal to no treatment, then how do you explain all of the adverse reactions? Now, clearly, one possible explanation is that those applying the Mona Lisa Touch didn't follow directions, didn't do as recommended, and as a result, women had adverse events. And clearly, that is a possibility. And that's a real possibility because the fact is, Mona Lisa Touch was not reimbursed by insurances, which gave physicians the ability to charge whatever charge they wanted to charge and to get paid, to get paid with their ass, which is a very unusual occurrence in healthcare. And it's possible that many doctors seeking to generate revenue started doing Mona Lisa Touch and maybe they weren't as diligent about the application as they should have been, which led to a number of outcomes. And while 
There is no justification for that. You have to understand that the underlying problem has to be with why do insurance companies not want to pay? There are other medications that come on the market that seem to get FDA approval at a much swifter pace than Mona Lisa Touch. And so while I'm not advocating for Mona Lisa Touch, I am advocating for additional research because we need to explain how this treatment, could, which compared, which was comparable to nothing, doing nothing, caused so many bad events. Now, this paper came out in 2021 from the Journal of the American Medical Association. But I should also state that three years prior, 2018, there was another article that came out um, in the Journal of American Medical Association, which is a well-respected medical journal, which said that estrogen treatment was no better than the use of lubricants and moisturizers. And for that, I pause again, because when we talk about the pathophysiology of about how does this all happen, we all agree that it's due to the decline in estrogen. And if that is in fact true, how is it possible that the application of estrogen to the vaginal area is no better than the use of lubricants and moisturizers? And if that is true, then why are we promoting estrogen? And so the questions are, are many. And I'm here to say that we need more research. And this cry for more research needs to come from women because there's just too many inconsistencies when it comes to women's health. And if we value our health, we want there to be multiple studies, not just one study. We want multiple studies that will confirm a conclusion. It's only right. Our health is priceless. And the last issue, you may wonder why. Why is it that I took this time to talk about vaginal dryness on a podcast that's dedicated to black women's health? First of all, I just want to say that as black women, we are often, we often um, have the worst outcomes when it comes to conditions. As black women, we're often not included in these studies, but as black women that I have personally seen and encountered, we have all of the other concerns. It's not just fibroids. It's not just cancer. It's not just sexually transmitted infections. We also have other gynecological issues, and this is one of them. And so I'm saying, bottom line, Let's become more focal about there needs to be additional studies. These studies need to be confirmed by additional studies. We need to incorporate 
all women, including black women, in these studies. And we actually need to be able to give women clear messages and not mixed messages about how best to optimize their health.